Welcome to Audible Interlude, a G.I. Joe podcast. I'm your host. Oh, I've got to put the thing away. I'm in my own headset. Get out of here. Darn it. <laughs> I am your host. The voice Dave is West. in your head. Codename Phantom Troublemaker. And I sure am glad I wasn't throwing out a bunch of profanity right there because we don't do that. I am your co-host, Noel Wood, a.k.a. Crapshoot. And I am your Cobra intern that has celebrated with too many bloomin' onions. Thanks to his mail, codename Legion Cub. Oh, no. That sounds awful. And I am trying to post, we're live on social media. We're live, pal. Which is always the challenge at the beginning of the show. Uh, Christian. Yes. We're going to change things up a little bit since I have, to hear, I, I have to. I have to do this uh why don't you go ahead and give us your chuck e cheese oh my gosh (laughs) i even have a surprise about this okay so scrolling through social media um i saw a photo of a bagged uh python regular python troop patrol trooper um no weapons nothing and the description box it said, um, prize I got, you know, with my Chuck E. Cheese tickets back when I was a kid. And I was like, what? Because we were, where I grew up, we were a showbiz pizza. We didn't have Chuck E. Cheese until the late 90s. And I will never forgive that rat for coming into Georgia and driving Billy Bob out of town. I am right there with you. So I was like, this is this is crazy because if I was a kid, I would absolutely want to use skee-ball tickets to get a GI Joe. But then that also got me thinking, gosh, how many tickets would they charge for that? Um, So I did some digging and I found out in 1991, 1992, and 1993, Hasbro sent bagged GI Joe figures to Chuck E. Cheese to give away as game prizes um they came with the um with a booklet you know that showed you all the other gi joes that were out at that time period no weapons just the figure um so there was cobra commander version six in like hooded but in the black dress uniform there was blizzard there was the python patrol trooper and the one that really blew my mind was Keel Hall. Oh, because what? the only other way to get Keel Hall is if you bought the flag. Wow. They didn't do him. They didn't ever do him as like a mail away or anything. Not that I could find. Obviously, they did do a, a carded like, right, version right. two of him later. He was on. in uh, Battle Force or something. Not Battle Force. Sure. Um, was he? There was a wasn't there a different version of Keel Hall? I thought he only had one figure during the entire. No, I might be totally making that to up. I worked like thirteen hours today. There's no telling what I'm going to say tonight. He had to because uh, I was looking it up. I actually should have written it down uh, because the version that you got at Chuck E. Cheese was the version that came with the flag. Yeah, that's crazy. So most of these figures. There was a, a, a bit of um, very interesting timing 
So it would be like, oh, the Python Patrol office, uh, Python Patrol trooper, you know, was discontinued in hypothetically 1992. So it makes sense. In 1992, 93, they're sending the rest of the Python Patrol troopers, you know, to clear them out. 1993, Heel Hall was released as part of the Battle Corps. <laughs> yep, I'm looking at him too. So basically, it's, that, just Keel, it's just Keel Hall with his his jacket turned inside out is what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's wearing a chalk line jacket. It's fine. <laughs> so if you, I don't know, the gap between when the flag was discontinued to... You know, we I couldn't find any specifics like were well, obviously all four figures were not available the whole time because they weren't available um, like via Hasbro. So it, it really blew my mind. Uh, so I thought I would go on eBay and kind of look and see what these figures are going for. And there's no difference between them and, you know, the regular version of the then they just don't come with any weapons. So you have no idea of knowing, are you getting skee-ball, keel-haul, or <laughs> regular key or flag keel-haul, <laughs> unless they're left in the baggie. And yes, the G.I. Joe skee-ball team is absolutely now oh, in my head. Man. That's us. They, <laughs> they do not have a bowling alley in the pit anymore. It is absolutely skee-ball. So <clears throat> there, were there bagged samples on eBay? Yes. And, and do even, the bags have anything on them or are they just clear? No, bags? just it says Chuck E. Cheese. Oh. And so, that's oh. it. Oh, well, that's no, but that's, that's something. good. That's oh, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. On the bag, there is something to signify that it's coming from Chuck E. Cheese. So um, but the pricing like on these. So Blizzard was like 150 all the way up to 175. The Cobra mm. Commander was like right around 200. Gosh. The, the Keel Hall. I don't think I saw any bagged ones of him on the the I, the most common one that I saw on eBay was Blizzard. Okay. Well, I mean, his well, that, figure, Keelhaul's figure, just by itself, goes for. I mean, you can get it for exactly. seventy five, eighty five dollars, oh. and that's without his weapon. So I can imagine that a bag Chuck E. Cheese one is going to go for a lot of money. Right now on eBay, there are just normal, no weapon Keelhauls, and they're all over the one hundred or two hundred dollar mark. I was very surprised. That's wild. Um, what, and what a so, weird find. So today I found out something else. Um, because I I was trying every internet Nancy Drew trick I know to try and find out how many tickets did it take for these figures. Oh right. I, I came across a thread. In the His Tank forums, shout out to His Tank forums. Unfortunately, the person had linked their photo from Photo Bucket. Oh. So it's like super watermarked and you can't see. Yeah. But apparently, there was a wave of figures and vehicles that were canceled for Rise of Cobra. Like when the Rise of Cobra movie came out. Yeah, 2000. And I guess they ended up in like your your Marshalls and your Rosses and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they ended up at Chuck E. Cheese. So there <laughs> is this photo, again, because of the watermark, 
I can't make out what it is because they took it from too far away. But right. you can see the figure. You can see some sort of vehicle. And it was 1,500 tickets. Okay. So I'm thinking the regular figures, if you look back, you know, 1991 through 93, I'm thinking they were probably five or 600. Yeah, I was thinking five, 500 tickets. or so. Makes sense, but... Yeah, you got to so, account for Steve all ticket inflation, of course. Yes, yes. yes. So I, I even one ski my, ball ticket nowadays <laughs> is three ski ball tickets thirty years ago. That is so true. Uphill, <laughs> both ways. Um, and I even asked my younger brother because, you know, in this time period is when I was going to college up in Cincinnati. Um, so I was asking him, you know, like I know we had showbiz. But did he ever see these? And he doesn't. He doesn't remember them at all. So kind of a cool find, I think. That's a great find. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now that we've we've come in hot with some info, <laughs> uh, I will tell everyone you can follow us on Instagram at Audible Interlude Podcast. That is the best place to interact with us, aside from the live stream chat here. Uh, you can send us messages. We'll do follow-up, and we've got a good bit of that tonight. On Twitter, you can follow us at G.I. Joe Audible if you're still on Twitter. does Twitter Is Twitter even still around? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know For what's going on days. over there. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hanging on by a thread. Uh, and as soon as this is over, you can find me playing God of War Ragnarok. And let's go ahead and wrap this thing up because I got to get back to it. Uh, <laughs> I need to kill some dark elves uh needless things youtube channel which you're watching right now has a ton of new gi joe reviews available uh classified series sergeant slaughter bumblebee and stalker uh tiger force outback which what did i tell you guys i said as soon as mine gets here from the uk they're gonna ship now some people still had them canceled which is horrible and we're gonna talk a little bit more about that uh in a minute but I would like to think I am the one that that dislodged the log jam <laughs> because I broke down. I paid that premium. And let me just tell you, though, this figure was worth every penny. And we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, well, the Cobra Stinger uh, and Kamakura. All I want to give you a quick shout out. N knowing how excited you were for Sergeant Slaughter and my on the fence about him. <laughs> That review made my little Grinch heart grow. Like <laughs> you were so happy during it. So I, I love Sergeant it was Slaughter. great. And, and anybody watching this uh, or listening to it, because uh, this will be the audio episode on Friday. If, uh, if you don't know, I'm a huge Sergeant Slaughter fan. I was very excited to get this. And at the beginning of the video, I, I share a few different Sergeant Slaughter figures to kind of compare and show what we've seen of Sarge through the years. It's by no means my entire collection of Sergeant Slaughter. It just seemed like some of the more relevant and interesting ones. Uh, so yeah, check that out. Check out the Needless Things YouTube channel that you're on right now. Please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, blah, blah, blah. You know how it works. Uh, and I want to welcome our guests, our chat Matthew Comstock back in action, always giving us some good stuff. Casey Wheeler, put over your show in the chat, Casey, uh, if you're still here. 
gold Thor Golden Cub. It's good to see you this time. I know you weren't able to join us last time. I'm glad you're here tonight. Uh, and we've got we were already past the Chuck E. Cheese stuff. Oh wait, uh, by the way, guys, off topic. I finally got a Serpentor on pre-order with AliExpress. Cost me a hundred bucks, but with free shipping, should ship in January. Let's hope. Oh, nice. Yeah, I know a lot of people missed, even though they did the the second round of Serpentor orders. Uh, I know a lot of people missed out, so I'm glad that there are other venues out there. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, Dave West, destroyer of logistical log jams. That is me. And then Tommy <laughs> throwback back again. What's up guys. Loving the podcast. Thank you, Tommy. We love you too. Uh, and then Casey, how are you guys? We are fantastic. Casey Wheeler. And we have got once again, you know, we, we were coming at tonight thinking, well, it's been a little bit of a slow news cycle. And then, you know, as we're putting our notes together, as we're compiling things over the last two weeks to figure out what we're going to talk about, stuff keeps piling up and we've got a, easily an hour's worth of content to talk about tonight. So uh, let's Buckle get down in. to it. Uh, call sign Longbow. I know some of you like to wait for the last minute. Well, this <laughs> is it. This is the last minute. So go to the call sign Longbow uh, backer kit put your orders in we are they're a long way uh from unlocking the figure uh the oh gosh what is it? the tactical adapt trooper is that right i think that's the one they mm. were to unlock at uh i think it was 359 uh, like uh, christian like you said a minute ago about taking <clears throat> notes you'd think i would have written this down but it's funny how you look at something and you think okay i have that information now yeah you, you don't uh but anyway call sign longbow wrapping it up tonight at midnight eastern time so you have, as of right now, three hours and 46 minutes to get over there and put your orders in. And that's even if you didn't back the Kickstarter, you can still go place a pre-order for figures, accessory kits, comic books. All of the call sign Longbow stuff can currently be pre-ordered. But don't wait, because after tonight at midnight, it's done until the stuff is produced and they figure out what their quantities are. Uh, so I'm still super stoked about call sign Longbow. And uh, we'll be following the production as it goes. Uh, a little bit of follow-up here. Uh, as I said, Instagram, Audible Interlude Podcast, is the best way to get in touch with us, to send us information, to tell us stuff we missed, because we do miss stuff all the time. Uh, we, As I like to say, enthusiasm over expertise is one, <laughs> is one of our mottos. Uh, so Silent Interlude on Instagram hit us up uh, that we missed a Firebat version in 2000. And I, I knew this, and I think I even mentioned that I thought there was another one. Uh, but in 2009, as part of the Rise of Cobra line, and isn't it funny how often we come back to that, the single biggest year in G.I. Joe, uh, the Skysweeper was a repaint of the Firebat. And I oh. did not buy it at the time because I was like, well, it's just a Firebat. I don't want that without the terror drone. That's ridiculous. Even though that had been done. Uh, so yeah, everybody keep them coming. We can't catch everything. Uh, stuff is always going to slip through and we love hearing from you guys and doing follow-up uh, with more follow-up everybody on Instagram, which by the way, I know a lot of people, you know, I don't have Instagram. I don't use Instagram or, or even I don't use social media, which I kind of respect that. 
Uh, but Instagram to me, even though it's been corrupted a little by reels, which get more and more inappropriate every single day, uh, <laughs> it is just as far as a source of information following toy companies, you just get information faster. Uh, whether it's renders, product shots, not just from Hasbro, but from any independent toy company, it's a great way to support them. Uh, there's a company called Rush Collectibles that's starting to do or working on wrestling figures and some horror figures. Uh, and I follow them on Instagram and I see their latest updates. It's just a good way to keep track of things. Uh, yakface.com is mm. on Instagram and it's really the best resource for Star Wars. In Star Wars toy information, all of the pre-sales, pre-orders, product announcements. If you go to Yakface, it's all there, like instantly. So I I like Instagram, and if you want to keep in touch with us, Instagram is great. And while you're there, check out at Star Saber on Instagram. Uh, another little bit of follow up: more Funhouse pics. There are a lot of uh fun pictures from the episode the fun house which if you want to hear more about that episode tune in next week uh but more fun house toy picks uh like what we talked about last time so that was awesome to see uh and then we've got a couple more notes from instagram uh codename spreadsheet that is not their instagram handle but that's how they wanted to be referred to that is an amazing name it is isn't it well codename spreadsheet let us know that his headcanon is that hawk writes all the file cards uh because if you listen to the show you know we've got a new segment called rank and file card uh and we've been kind of speculating about the source of the information like the canonical source the in-universe source of the information on the file cards uh, and he said in his head canon, it's Hawk. And he writes the file cards for a friend of his makes custom G.I. Joe figures. And he writes the file cards. And he says he does it in Haw like in Hawk's voice. That's what he conjures up when he's writing that information. So it makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. always up for hearing somebody's head canon. Yeah. All, uh, you know, there's all those unsourced quotes. And you're like, well, who's saying it? Well, then there, there you go. Yeah. Hawk makes sense. Uh, and also a big, huge thank you. We got a lot of messages uh, a few weeks ago. One of the episodes uh, when I did the audio, I didn't layer it properly. Well, I didn't go back and double check it. And it got released with all of the audio layered up. Uh, was fixed very quickly. Thanks to people on Instagram who shot me a message saying, hey, the audio is jacked up. Uh, unfortunately, I was able to take care of that. So thank you to everyone. Again, if we mess something up, if we miss something, let us know. We want to hear it. No, we are, believe me, we are not sensitive. We do not have egos that let us believe we're infallible. So if, if you see something wrong, if, if you see something, say something. <laughs> uh, this was another little piece of follow-up that I, I discovered on my own uh, because it came up. Uh, I, I attempted to throw it out there as a uh, word burglar references it in venomous ideology and i couldn't remember exactly what the acronym for cobra was but according to gi joe a real american hero issue 90 from september of 1989 the Braca beach lodge hall belongs to the cryptic order of benevolent reptilian apostates and i got uh. at least three of those words right 
<laughs> and and once you sent that out, I googled the phrase, and there's an Etsy shop that's selling a T-shirt that has that on there. So I know. I saw oh my god! I'm considering <laughs> adding to my yes. shirt collection. Yes, but I would. I want it since it's the uh, Braca Beach Lodge Hall. I want it to be like a '70s sunset design <laughs> with like yep. a cobra emblem in the sun. Oh my gosh. I'm sure we have some fans out there who are great at graphic design. Who... We need we we have t-shirt ideas. And by the way, uh if you go to Instagram, check out our stories, our Audible Interlude t-shirts are 35% off right now, which makes them 14 bucks plus shipping. We got two different designs, more to come if as Noel says, we can hook up with some of those graphic designers. And we will we will make our own uh, Braca Beach Lodge Hall t-shirts. Uh, let's check in with the comments here. Uh, Kevin Riddle has checked in. Ben S. has checked in. Nostalgia JT has checked in. What is up, everybody? Okay, Matthew Comstock, curse you. He got his Python Patrol bat today from they Pulse. Have, they have been oh, popping up all over Instagram. There was a guy that, that had a photo of four of them on a shelf. And, yeah. and as I've uh, said, whatever my headspace was at the time, I didn't feel it necessary to order from Pulse. So I'm, I, I really played myself on this well, one. And they're showing up at Targets too. People are seeing yes. them in the wild. Yes. Yeah. So what's interesting, and I've got a little bit more follow-up on this in a minute, but so Outback and the Bat are currently just out of stock or I'm sorry, sold out on Pulse. That's it. Just says sold out. Uh, but the Python Patrol Viper says sold out, but has a note that says pre-order expected to ship in 2022. And nobody, as far as I know, as far as I've seen, nobody has the Viper yet. Mm -mm. So very interesting. Uh, ben S. just got Snake Eyes Storm Shadow from Pulse. Nice figs. Uh, Kevin Riddle, not yet, but my Mindbender and Serpentor uh, are shipping soon. Yes, Mindbender and Serpentor. Uh, we we hit it. Mindbender uh, is currently dated for Friday. Serpentor is dated for today. today. Whether or not whether or not that happens remains to be seen. We've got a few more hours. Call sign Longbow <laughs> and Serpentor both happening before midnight. Uh and I have a little theory about Friday as well, but we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, Casey Wheeler, Target, cancel my Outback. You are one of no! the unfortunates. But I, hopefully, hopefully they'll be uh, showing up. Uh, okay. <laughs> Don't curse me. You like that post. I did like that post, but I cursed you while I did it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, Tiger Force Outback. Out and Python Patrol Bat were preparing to ship on 11.8. So a week later, people are getting them. So it looks like they're preparing to ship is maybe like five-ish days or so before they actually ship. And I appreciate the preparing to ship because, you know, I've got my uh, sort of frivolous credit card that I use for all these pre-orders and everything. It's a, well, it's a Target red card. Uh, which means I get the free shipping from Target and the 5% off. So that works out nicely. And they don't do the rotating charges when you use a red card to do a pre-order. You know how the charge for the product shows up every 
few weeks or once mm-hmm. a month or whatever mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. doesn't do that with the red cards uh so that's it. but anyway sometimes uh like if if they sh- send me a preparing to ship and i'm like oh well i've got that in my bank account i'll just do that rather than paying it off on the card later i'll switch my payment method on pulse so i appreciate them giving us that heads up uh and then so here's my little theory lots of stuff happening this week uh as i mentioned last time my chat with the hasbro pulse employee they said we drop in stock items every friday i am wondering if there's a possibility and and i'm just saying this is a heads up to be ready if you're a premium pulse member if there's a possibility that just like the bat and the alley viper earlier this year that outback and these python patrol figures might pop up in stock on friday i have no information whatsoever that they will this is just me kind of speculating putting different facts together and and uh thinking it's possible that everybody should keep an eye have the pulse app have your notifications turned on and when they come through pop on there and see what's up i think it's possible uh all right let's see so we talked about serpentor we talked about mindbender we we will certainly have them by the next time we do a live stream uh and those reviews will be up right here on the needless things youtube channel uh so you you guys i don't know if i I brought this up or not but his tank uh christian you already mentioned his tank love them as a resource for ideas as a community and I do believe somebody on his tank said with some authority a few months ago that Mindbender and Serpentor were going to ship at the same time. Mm. And that was either a heck of a guess or I need to go back and find out which username that was and start paying a lot closer attention. <laughs> I would like to, to their... subscribe to your newsletter. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. <laughs> because whoever that was nailed it. Uh, all right. So let's talk about some classified updates because we have a lot of figures that were announced previous to 1027 that have not been seen in any way, shape or form yet. Now, so now one on my list changed today because somebody did a review of the Walmart retro snake eyes. So somebody does have that in hand, but we've got the retro snake eyes and crimson guard, no sign of the crimson guard yet. Pulse still lists those as July 1st, 2023. Uh, And then the Retro Storm Shadow and Zartan, which there's been no sign of whatsoever. May 1st, 2023. This is all according to Pulse. Uh, Tiger Force Duke, which people have received as compensation for damaged other goods. (laughs) Uh, If if, uh, you're listening or watching and have not heard the anecdote before, uh, somebody contacted Hasbro about the swords with their blue ninjas having scraped up paint and they sent them a Tiger Force Duke with the Ram as a replacement, which is very interesting because my experience with Hasbro's customer service is my son uh, had a Spider-Man figure that broke a uh, uh, Marvel Legends, like, you know, $20 Spider-Man, and they sent him an $8 child's movie Spider-Man as a replacement. So my experience was the opposite wow. of, of what that individual had. 
Uh, Python Patrol Officer, Tiger Force Recondo, and Tiger Force Bazooka are all March 1st, 2023. What's significant about that date is Marvel Legends and Star Wars both have items with, that had March dates on them that are arriving to customers now. So I'll be interested to see if these show up before the end of the year, possibly. Uh, and then we already talked about Outback, the Viper, and the Bat, uh, the, their status on those. But I would say anything that is, you know, March or earlier, it's possible we'll be seeing it in the next couple of weeks. <clears throat> Excuse me. How do you guys feel about all of these pre-orders coming in crazy early all at once? My uh, bank account isn't that excited, <laughs> but I am. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I'm uh, there's there's there was like a long lull, and then they all started hitting. Actually, one of my good friends had to go in and start canceling some of his orders because he wasn't prepared to just get deluged with all these charges on his credit card all at once because it was looking at being about a thousand dollars was going to be charged after it was all said and done. So, yeah, I'm I'm fine with it. <clears throat> Bring it on. Um, you know, if I if I got to carry a, a little bit of a balance on a card for a month, it's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, and, and that's from time to time, I do end up doing that. It'll take me a couple of months to, to sort of catch up, but that's why I put that stuff on that red card. Right. To, to give me that luxury. I, I do kind of wish though, because, uh, you know, some of the items that have been arriving for some people that ordered from other sources like big bad and yeah. Amazon, uh, I'm still sitting there looking at pulse going, excuse me. I want that. Well, and that's <laughs> that's part of the reason why I didn't bother ordering from Pulse for for Outback and the Python Patrol guys is because right. that has that's what had been happening is Pulse was always shipping much later, and I would cancel my Pulse pre-orders because everybody else would get them in sooner. Sergeant Slaughter, I got mine from Big Bad. I don't think Pulse has shipped any yet. I could nope. be wrong about that, but I don't. Think I don't think have. so, and I haven't. No, I haven't even got notification about mine. Uh, Matthew Comstock got a $10 gift card from Target because of their bogus charging practices. This is an important thing and something that I don't bring up often enough. If you're dissatisfied with a product, with a service, whatever, and, and I'm talking about legitimately, not like trying to get something, but if you're legitimately like, this is ridiculous, I don't find this acceptable, contact the, the whether it's the retailer, whether it's the company that produced it, contact somebody. Don't just sit there fuming because a lot of times you can get a Tiger Force Duke or a $10 gift card or something to make your trials seem a little less arduous. Uh, you know, these these places, when you talk to the right people, and, and sometimes it's not worth it, but sometimes it is. So it, why not try? Why not open a chat? or pick up the phone or just take a few minutes to test the waters and see maybe you'll get somewhere and maybe you'll get some satisfaction. It's, it's always worth it. Uh, there's, and there's some companies who are even better about it than most. Yeah. Uh, Lego, when <clears throat> my Lego Voltron said it was delivered and I got home that day and it was nowhere to be found. And I panicked because it was a $175 item and I called them and they, I said, Hey, I just want to let you guys know my, my package says delivered. It's not here. And they said, oh, that's fine. We'll just go ahead and send you another one. And I said, 
okay okay but what happens if i find the one that was shipped they, they're like well you know then you'll you, you can you can return if you want to but you'll just have to toys for tots yeah so uh <laughs> i did find the other one about two weeks later when one of my neighbors was like yeah this came to our house and i i, I we we meant to come around and bring it to you but we just forgot two weeks later yeah, it was like two weeks later wow <laughs> Why you just sounded like Adam Sandler from the uh what is that one sketch four weeks later? Oh, <laughs> oh the one sketch where the guy's acting like he's getting all messed up on like completely alcohol-free, <laughs> drug-free substances. <laughs> anyway, sorry for that. Any any youngsters out in the audience that don't get that reference at all. They're Check all gonna out laugh they're, at all, you. they're all gonna laugh at you. Uh great comedy album by Adam Sandler, quoted ad nauseum in my youth. <laughs> Uh, Alan Grant has joined us. Alan Grant, has anyone else got an email from HasLab about the O-Ring Sky Striker being shipped out? No, but uh, Jason's Woodshed, which is Jason that runs Yak Face and keeps track of shipping statuses uh, for obviously for Star Wars products, but also for just general Hasbro products, uh, said that the Sky Striker is arriving in America. Uh, Way earlier than we expected. Yes. Well, typically there's two to three months between when the item arrives in America and when it starts arriving at doorsteps. So probably not, well, certainly not going to be here before Christmas, uh, but potentially we'll have Sky Strikers by February-ish, which is way ahead of schedule as far as I'm concerned, because spring 2023 was the estimated date yeah and you know mm. spring goes all the way to to june. june so that's pretty fantastic we'll we'll have you know sky strikers in hand and what i would like to have almost as much of that is news about o-rings hopefully something coming soon retroverse retroverse that's it oh wait alan grant got an email about 20 minutes ago Interesting. Let me check my emails, Alan Grant. You're you're even better at digging up emails than you are at digging up uh, dinosaur fossils. Or is that no? Alan Grant's a comic book writer. Never mind. I'm confusing him with Grant from uh, Doctor Grant. Doctor, I can't Grant. think of his, What's his first is it name. Alan Grant. It's Alan Grant. Alan Grant. It? Yeah, he, he's a he's a dinosaur guy. Yeah, yeah, but he also writes great comic books. I was thinking of Alan Moore. Oh wait! Now I'm thinking of Grant Morrison. <laughs> We're all. Confused. I feel like we just entered an electric company skit. But who's who's on first? Uh, I do not have an email yet. But I have uh, no emails. If they're if they're getting out there, I'm sure they're going to filter out slowly. Uh, all right. Moving on. Super Seven reaction figures. What have you guys been seeing lately? Um. The same ones. Yeah. So you still haven't seen like Shipwreck or Covergirl? Mm-mm. No. I've still got um like Cobra Commander, Lady J, Duke. Okay. Roadblock and yeah. the um uh what's his name that's not Black Adam. Um <laughs> Ninja Koo. My my wife even remarked, Are they trying to make a G.I. Joe Black Adam? And I was like <laughs> i'm telling you it was sitting right next to a black adam figure at it, target so it's kismet 
It's kismet. So if being a shipwreck fellow, Christian, if you see a shipwreck, are you grabbing that one? He looks so good with Polly. I was going to say, I if I see not... it in, the, if I see it in the wild, I will probably give in. I think you're not going to be able to resist it once you see it. Uh, yeah. I'm, I don't buy for a second your hesitation there. <laughs> uh, so I still haven't seen the rest of that wave. Uh, I have seen Shipwreck, Cover Girl, and the Snake Eyes in the Snakeling disguise at several different targets. But I have not seen the others, which I can't remember off the top of my head what they are right now, but I, I haven't seen them yet. Oh, uh, Cobra Commander. No, I take it back. I got uh, Cobra Commander with a cape. Mm-hmm. I okay. got him. But I don't think he was at Target. I think he was somewhere. I sent you guys the picture. Could you tell where I could? Do you remember where I was? <laughs> <laughs> it was probably. No, it was. It was the Buford Target. It was the Buford target. That's okay. why that's why it was odd in my head because it was one I don't normally go to. So I uh yeah, so it's Cobra Commander with a very, very pink cape. And I realized so the card art is the same. They just alter it to match the appearance of that Cobra Commander figure. So the caped Cobra Commander reaction figure is the same card art as the first Cobra Commander, but they added the cape and the scepter in his hand. So it just mm-hmm. makes him look like the Cobra Commander loves 70s boogie Cobra Commander. Because <laughs> it looks like he's dancing like that with the cape on. It's fantastic. Uh, and I had not planned to buy that one, but once I saw it in person, I couldn't resist. Because Cobra Commander does love 70s boogie. Now I just need three dog night reaction figures. And of course, you got the update uh, about what Duke V2 is going to be. I saw somebody speculate about okay. what it was. Okay, it... I thought that was actually... Oh, no, no, no. Some, I, I believe it was somebody just joking that it was going to be Duke with a snake in his chest. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, well, you, you sent that, and I thought that was something that, that someone had verified. No, 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 no. That was just somebody making a little joke ski, and it was a good one, and I would buy it if they did it. Well, and it's that same day I actually was on, and I I was looking at the Optimus Prime Super 7 reaction figure. The dead that's, Optimus that's dead, Prime. And I was yeah. like, okay, well, that would make sense. Yeah, that actually, and look, I'm not saying Super 7 wouldn't do it. I'm saying the person that commented that, I took it as, as a joke, but... Oh, okay. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, So Super 7 had a sale on their website where Ultimates, their Super 7 Ultimates that were in stock, had free shipping. My hope is that they're going to do the same thing with reaction figures. Uh, In which case, because the only thing that keeps me from buying reaction figures directly from Super 7 is their shipping is just regular retail shipping like it's not cheap it's never free well it's every once in a while they'll have a free shipping sale but like and all their figures are 20 bucks on there too right now even the well yeah ones, but they're 20 they? they're 20 bucks everywhere except target yeah yeah well a lot of places are still if they still have the old stock well yeah yeah, yeah they've marked them they'll down. still yeah. yeah but but like if you find them in a physical retail store but like big bad and entertainment earth marked the older figures up to 20 just like super seven did uh mm. 
So well, anyway, it's even selling the new figures for 18 bucks, which is surprising. Yeah. Well, and that's why I've been holding out to get those. Now I did order the bat and since I was going to have to pay shipping anyway, I went ahead and ordered three of the female Cobra troopers. Um, and that, well, no, that gave me free shipping from entertainment earth. So I, cause I was really, I got FOMO over the bat because I figure anybody that sees those at retail is going to buy them because it's like yeah. the best reaction figure that's been done so far. And it's a troop builder. So, and it's a troop more, builder. Than, more, more than one. So yeah, that when I went on entertainment earth, I ordered that and three of the Cobra troopers so that I could get free shipping. Uh, but everything else I'm waiting to find at target and hopefully getting for 1799, which is still insanely expensive, but they condition us. This is what they do to us. Like Kamakura. $32.99. Man, that's really expensive. And then, you know, they jack the prices up to $24.99. We're like, well, at least it's not $32.99. <laughs> hmm. It's almost like Hasbro knows what they're doing. Well, no, it's like they don't know what they're doing because the CEO totally admitted, like, we were charging too much for everything and people got mad. I think that's literally what his statement was. And it was written on a napkin, stained, <laughs> stained with Elijah Craig. <laughs> Uh, all right. So let's talk about, let's, let's do a little reviewing here. We all got the Bumblebee stalker, correct? No. Oh, you, you're waiting for I'm Pulse. Surprised. I'm waiting no. for Pulse. No, wait. Oh. I thought mine came from Pulse. Maybe it didn't. Maybe it came from Amazon. Yeah, no, mine's, uh, I haven't gotten an update on it from Pulse at all. So you guys don't have it yet. Mm -mm. Oh, it's so, I like it more than the hiss. Yeah, the transformation is much easier, and it just looks so. When I transformed Bumblebee into the Awe Striker the first time, I was like, "Ah, this looks a little small and boxy." It looks great, don't get me wrong, but I I think it's like they had to fudge this one a little bit. And then I went and got my Awe Striker dimensions exactly the same. It's crazy because wow. we talked before these came out. We speculated about what vehicles they could make into Transformers. And personally, I just didn't think the Striker would work because it, there didn't seem to be enough to it. Yeah, it's very hollow. But it's, it's perfect. It's fantastic. And the fact that they made the headlamps blue and they look like Bumblebee's eyes is such a nice little touch. It's great. It's great. Stalker looks great. He's a little brighter. He's kind of cartoony looking, which I appreciate. Uh, it's it's fantastic. I love it. I can't wait for you guys to get it. When was the uh, order date on that? I'm looking to I'm looking through my orders. Uh, was it Comic Con? Was it like July 21st, 28th, something 21st. like that? Wow, it doesn't Somewhere seem that, that long ago. Um, yeah, because the hiss. The hiss was Yojo June, or we knew about yeah. it. We knew about the hiss by the time the stinger was offered, because I think we were surprised that they were doing the stinger as just a vehicle and not a transformer. Uh, but anyway, I can't wait to get more. I I hope these have been successful judging by the conversation about them 
the presence on social media, I think a lot of people bought them. A lot of people are enjoying them. So uh, hopefully we got a lot more Transformers crossover. I mean, they have to do an Optimus. They have to. At some point, yeah, they're going to have to go there. And I, and I still say I think the APC. Oh, that would be amazing. Is, is a good candidate for that. No, I'm actually wondering that I order mine through Pulse because I can't find my order. Uh-oh. Oh, you know now you know if you're on the Pulse desktop, you can actually search. Now you don't have to look through your order numbers. There's a search bar. All right. Well, now uh, I'm, now I'm nervous because so, that was. So, well, it's it's available everywhere though. Yeah. Like I think you can go on Amazon and just order it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Sergeant Slaughter, we talked a little bit about Sergeant Slaughter. I did my review. I absolutely love it. Now, do you guys have your Sergeant Slaughter? Oh, no, you said you don't Christian. Nope. Nope. No, but wait, well, I, so I ordered mine through big bad. He showed up in my pile of loot the same time as stalker. And originally I was holding off on shipping my Tomax and my crimson guard. I was like, ah, but I have these other figures. FOMO got to me. I had them shipped out just a couple days later. Boom, those two. So every time, I have a, I every have a, time, I'm sticking to my guns this time because I have a few more figures that are supposed to be out this month. So I'm like, I am waiting. Yeah, yeah. Until I can get them all. So wait, do you do you have a Crimson Guard? I do. Whoa. Yeah, I just because have I've still been posting stuff. Oh yeah. I just haven't posted any pictures yet because I was still going through my anime weekend stuff. Um, but the Tiger Force Outback was too amazing not to share. But that Crimson oh, Guard figure is it's good. He was one of my least favorite army builders. Right. I'm originally not. when but when this Crimson, figure is amazing. When the I Crimson really like Guard it. won our troop builder thing at Dragon Con, I was shocked. Watch, I'm going to pull a Dave now, guys. Hold <laughs> oh, on. Oh, he's getting up for a visual aid. Um, and by the way, I found my Ostriker. I ordered off of Big Bad. Of course, the one time that Big Bad is going to fulfill something, it says <laughs> it says first quarter 2023. Um, but it's arrived oh, through everybody ah, else this time. Well, put your, put your hand greens, behind it. Yeah, the greens. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh. That silver and red looks so yeah, good. The, so pretty. the detail. I like the black mask. The jacket. It's so good. Yeah. Well, that, so I good. was looking. There was a shot of one today I saw, and the texture in the jacket looked really, really cool. Yeah. It's not just a flat figure. They, right. They've put like a, yeah, like sort of light wrinkles all through it. So the uh, in in seeing the images online, the one thing that jumps out at me about that figure is, to me, the ab crunch joint looks really, really bad. How does it look in person? Not bad. Like okay, I, that's I mean that's a point of articulation that usually for ninety five percent of my figures, I'm like, why is that even there? Yeah, I'd rather not have it. I like I, that Super 7 Ultimates do not have that. I barely, like, I don't notice it. Well, here, put it, on put it back up. We're we're live, pal. <laughs> <laughs> ah, sorry, his gun is falling. Yeah, it's try in person. It's probably fine with the nor like with regular lighting and go. not on video and stuff. Yeah, 
Yeah, the details do look fantastic on that. I mean, I would say it's it's less noticeable than Tiger Force Outbacks. Oh, see, and that one in person didn't bother me a bit. So good, yeah, good. And okay, so let's talk about Tiger Force Outback. Now, Noel, you just passed that passed on that one entirely. I'm waiting for old good old fashioned regular Outback. So, but so even if you like walk into a Target, you don't think you'll be like, "Ooh, that looks really cool. Maybe I'll get it." Nah, it's it's not really high on my list unless okay. it's unless okay. I just see it and like, oh well, I can flip this. It's, but. I mean, it is my new favorite classified figure, even over Sergeant Slaughter. Wow. Yeah, I love it. His his portrait, the grizzled. I'm actually curious to see how that portrait looks with the red hair. I was thinking the same thing. It looks so perfect with the Mm -hmm. silver hair. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I I love this figure. It was, even though I now have two because target shipped mine the day that I received mine from star. uh, I don't regret it a bit because it's such a great figure. So first world problems, because obviously we have waited over a year for this figure um it you know it sort of became a joke within like you know it is it really ever going to ship so when i got that notice it was like i don't think i should say anything because i don't want to do anything to jinx this (laughs) so then you guys were saying how you got your yours i'm like okay yes i got mine now once i got the email with the tracking number saying it shipped I was like, all right, I'm good. It ended up taking a week and a half for him to get here. So you Dude. got yours in like a matter of days. And I was like, oh my God, it has Hasbro and Target are still messing with me. And <laughs> he like went to some FedEx center in South Carolina and was like, I- I'm just going to hang out here for three days Dude, for no reason. <laughs> Target shipments. Typically, so yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Target, when Target ships to me, they typically use FedEx, and it typically takes about 10 days to get to me, sometimes a little more. This one, I got no, it it did not come through FedEx or USPS. The tracking number was TAR something. Almost like Target, like if you order something from GameStop and one of your local stores has it, it's literally somebody driving it from that store to your house. No way. I didn't know that. And <laughs> that's the um, the G.I. Joe, uh, the Sunbow statues that I got. Yeah. That I ordered from GameStop. Literally a dude like that works at GameStop picked them up, put them in a GameStop bag, got in his car and drove them to my house. Wow. And I got the sense that that's how my Outback came too, but that's insane because that means that one of the local stores had an Outback and I've had Outback for two weeks now and have not seen him in a store yet. Mm -mm. And I don't know if maybe there's going to be a Black Friday reset. I don't know what's going on with these. That's things. sort Nobody of what knows. I was thinking, because even when it comes to the Super 7 reaction figures, we're down to just one full peg. Yeah. However, they still have the two empty pegs. It's not like they've removed them. 
So I, I feel like, at least the Target by my house, um, right around Halloween, they did not necessarily a reset, but it was like all this stock just went out on the shelves. And I feel like they're getting rid of that. So come Black Friday, everything else that's been sitting back there. Hey, look, here's everything new you've been waiting but it's, on. But it's so weird because Star Wars exclusives have been getting out. McFarlane mm, gold label us. stuff has been getting out. Um, yeah. Basically, every other toy line, the exclusives and the new product has been dribbling out. There's, uh, for anybody who collects the AEW figures, uh, there's a Target exclusive Sammy Guevara that I've found at every Target I've gone to. So the target by me, when it comes to Marvel Legends, you don't see anything. Like I said, G.I. Joe is just the one peg. Star Wars, it's still just two pegs of Orlando. Dude, what yeah. about that? Dude, what about that Marvel Legends mojo? I still did, I have not seen him in Orlando. They he, did, if he's hitting, people are buying them up. I've seen him twice because I saw him once. Uh at the Snellville store. And I was like, Ooh, I really want that. But he's just not in the budget right now because I try to be really, really practical. I was like, he's just not in the budget. And I don't think he's going to be a huge seller. They've got four of him. You know what? I'm going to wait. I'm going to be responsible. I'm going to wait. And then like later in the day, I was like, Oh, I did not buy that. So I made an excuse to go back. He was gone. Mm. but we went to another one, uh, the Lawrenceville Swanee store and they had him and I bought it and I've not seen him since. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with that, but like completely unannounced product. It was like being a kid again. It was like being a kid. Like, Oh my gosh, it's a thing. I didn't even know. It's, it's how super seven is done with the reaction uh, exclusives. They just bam, they're there. And I love that. Uh, so yeah, I don't know what's going on with with that, and but the bottom line and the thing that I want everybody to remember for for me personally, out of all what forty something classified figures I have right now, I have paid over retail for one. Oh wow! And that's Tiger Force Outback. I have every single other release I have had access to. Some were a little more frustrating than others. Obviously the Cobra Island stuff, but I have everything that I want is everything that I want (laughs) is on my shelf. So while this line has tested our patience, it has not, been like 2002 masters of the universe frustrating it just has (laughs) oh i remember those days very well uh all right so we are in the home stretch here what else have we got to talk about i think the last thing that we have to cover uh before we wrap this thing up So we talked about uh, at Jedi Jaybird on Twitter, uh, which is Jason's woodshed, which is Yak Face. Uh, 
said the, the Sky Strikers arriving in the U.S. So what I want to close things out with is how should Hasbro handle O-rings going forward? What do you want to see? And I think we're we're having this discussion with the assumption that the two packs that we've seen thus far are not necessarily how things will be going forward because Emily has talked about a soft reboot of the O-rings. It has been said that 2023 is going to be a big year for O-ring. And again, she used the term retroverse twice, very specifically. And you have to remember, Emily is a marketing person. She doesn't just throw things out there without thought, without intent. Uh, She's not like us, where she just (laughs) jibber jabbers and accidentally says things that she doesn't mean to say, or, or like Lenny, who as, as our pal Fred Bracca would say, would spill the beans on the whole entire line. (laughs) If it were up to him, uh, Emily, everything she says is calculated and thought out. And she said retroverse twice. So what would you guys like to see in 2023 if there is going to be a soft reboot or a reboot of any kind of O-ring, which is heralded by the arrival of the Sky Striker? No more of these extra accessories that you're charging a premium for. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we're going to get figures on cards with plastic bubbles anymore. If they're moving away from uh, no, we from are plastic. we are that's so confirmed. We, so we are vintage, still getting those vintage style figures are going to be considered collectibles. Which it's so funny because if you guys remember, I've been saying this for the longest time. Hasbro could look at the package, excuse me, the packaging as part of the product, and continue with the blister cards, and that's exactly what they're doing with Star Wars retro and vintage uh, going forward will continue to have that packaging. So I would assume O-Ring will be under that umbrella. I definitely, I do not want two packs. I, For me, the Stinger was a great price for a vehicle it, and a figure. and Such a great price that it almost seemed like a blunder. Right. Right. I... I don't have very many critiques on it at all. I, I do think that the paint job on my driver is a bit heavy, um, but neither here nor there. I want to see single carded figures so that it, it, because I getting a vehicle and a figure for what, $32, I can't justify spending 40 something dollars for two O-ring figures. Right. Like that yep. math, just does not compute. And let me, let me say this about the O-rings. I think in general, if you did not have access to images or actual original figures or whatever, I do not think anybody would have any problems with these new Mm O-rings. The problem is that they're getting the stinger driver and they're going to yojo.com and they're saying, Hmm, let me compare this side by side and see all, find all the flaws. I want to be, I want to be the one who finds the first flaw with this thing. 
if they were just taking it for what it is and enjoying the figure as a modern product, then there would be no problems. And and I think yeah. that's one of the issues that we have as collectors is just take it and appreciate it. And I'm not saying, you know, put on your rose colored glasses and, and don't note actual problems, but like with most of the O-rings Duke's sloth face paint job aside, most of these O-rings, if I did not have an original to put beside it, I wouldn't notice that the sculpts are a little bit softer, that the facial features aren't quite as well defined. I wouldn't know any of that. I would be perfectly happy with the figure. And I think that's how we need to judge this as a new mm -hmm. toy line that is a tribute to what we loved when we were kids. Yeah, so what do you guys want, see, though? So I'd, I'd love to see single-carded figures that are at a little bit more reasonable price point. I think you could do them for... I think you could probably do them for 20 That's what... Yes, bring it in at 20 20 yeah. it's like... It's still like, uh 20 bucks, but very doable when you've got reactions on the shelf for 20 bucks. Well, well that's, I'm, that's I'm actually going to... Oh, go ahead. No, I just... I want to see them... I want to see them on shelves. That's the thing too. I think there's something. I don't care. There's something. Well, there's something about that being able to walk into a store and seeing them. And I and I think, as well as the reaction toys are selling at Target, if you put GI Joe three and three quarter inch figures on the shelf, they're gonna move. Mm -hmm. and well, and, and that's, I, that's I something... want them on shelves because I don't think they should be. It. Let's take into account. I guess the the extra pieces like you know to accommodate the o-ring these things should not be more than a dollar or two more expensive than a star wars vintage collection figure i don't know man uh, well what are the oh i mean those vintage, are clocking vintage. in it you're you're vintage right you're collection. right vintage, yeah vintage. they're, yeah, they're yeah. clocking in at like 15 bucks i think some of the exclusives are like 18 19 so i think in a single carded o-ring gi joe should be like 15 16 the new, the new boba fett 20.99 yeah i can't justify and that. i didn't i didn't and i i'm actively collecting vintage collection i'm i'm waving to it like anybody can see it right now <laughs> um i'm still actively collecting vintage collection and i pat and i and i have an entire wall of boba fett and I passed on that figure because I'm not paying twenty ninety nine. Yeah, I'm not doing. When, it. when I last time I was at Target, they had a peg, so obviously they had gotten not the Boba Fett, but whatever the exclusive figure was. And I want to say he was like eighteen ninety nine or something like that. And I was like, okay, we've entered that phase uh, of yeah. toy collecting. Um, all right, comments. Uh, Casey Wheeler, troop builders in four packs like Star Wars Vintage Collection. 100%. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Four Cobras, four green shirts, four tan shirts, four whatever. Do it all. Four bats. Four People vipers. Will buy yeah. this stuff. 100%. And do yep. like they did during the, um, in the early 2000s, the Valor versus Venomera, where yes. you have like. Those Big one viper sets. yeah you do like a viper officer kind of like they just did with the classified yes. and then you have like three or four vipers in that pack as well or tomax and zamot with four crimson guards yeah. like crimson tomax and zamot stuff like that 
Well, and here's oh, real quick, uh, Gold, Thor, Golden Cub. I need to be educated. What characters are O rings? O rings are the original 1982 to 1994 GI Joe figures. The three and three quarter inch. I can't believe I don't have one. <laughs> oh, I do. Wait, what am I talking about? These these guys, the original GI Joes. They're called O rings because. Oh, the, he's got a new O-ring in him, so I cannot stretch him out <laughs> properly. But they're called O-rings because there is a rubber, literal O-ring holding the figure together. Uh, there's a screw in his back that goes through a plastic cylinder. The top of the O hooks over that. And then the legs, I just knocked over like five things. Uh, the legs are on a metal bar with the hook at the, the top. Hook. And the hook is in the bottom of the O-ring. So tension keeps that figure together. And the O-ring is what holds it. So that's what O-rings are. Not, not Definitely not everybody knows that. Um, all right, what else we got? We've got, oh, there, there we go. Matthew Comstock explained. Uh, rubber O-ring holds the torso and legs together. So there you go. I... I <laughs> But I, I, it was just an excuse for me to show a Sergeant Slaughter figure again. <laughs> just a torture, Christian. Um, all right. So, yes, troop builders would be fantastic. I would love to see that. Uh, before I went off on the O-ring thing, I, and I, I had a... And I think if you've got a stinger out there, you're going to you're gonna get more mileage out of that mold. You're going to probably oh, do a, a yeah. vamp and a vamp We're two. getting a vamp. We're getting a vamp mark two for sure. And at that price point, I will take it. I'll take a, you know, yeah. a tiger clutch. A tiger paw? Tiger. No, tiger paw was the ferret. Tiger sting? Tiger sting. Tiger, tiger sting. sting because that was my guess for what Bumblebee would be mm. originally when we were speculating about future Transformers crossovers. I figured Bumblebee might be a tiger sting. Uh, yeah, I and no more officer trooper one to one. Yeah, no, that's so I can't believe that even happened because Lenny had specified we're not going to do that. But the O ring, I think, kind of was already in effect when he made that statement. So I don't expect we'll see that again. Uh, I would love to see here's here's one of the reasons why. I feel a little sour about what Hasbro has done so far with their O-rings. Right now, my favorite mass market retail toy line is Masters of the Universe Origins. And they just successfully crowdfunded a $600 Eternia playset. Think about that. This is at every Target and every Walmart. I can walk into a Walmart right now and buy a Mosquito figure. But there's no trace of retro-style G.I. Joes. And while I enjoy what Hasbro has done with Classified, I enjoy what they've done with the O-Rings, I'm looking forward to the Sky Striker, it is shameful that Mattel has executed the Masters of the Universe Origins line with such perfection, with such deep cuts. You guys, they released a Sun Man figure. Mm -hmm. Well, and 
Target's capable of, I mean, Target, uh, Hasbro's capable of doing it. If you look at what they put in uh, the Transformers toys, reissues of the G1 figures in like yes. classic style packaging yes. that you couldn't walk into a Walmart without tripping over a pile of them after a while. Um, and they're not hard to find. The uh, the uh, the Devastator is in ready supply. The Tonka Devastator at pretty much every yeah. Target you go into right now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, they're they're capable of getting this product on the shelf. And Transformers is a much much higher profile toy line than GI Joe is in this world right now. Well, in GI Joe, like people might be like well oh netflix has you know two different he-man shows there's a he-man movie in production well guess what mattel made that happen by working with netflix where's hasbro with our gi joe animated series well, children's series they did movie. it on netflix too they did three seasons of this the siege series so i mean they're working with netflix on that property right so what what and look i i we like to be positive. We like to have fun, but my gosh, Hasbro, the template is there. What are you doing? Masters of Universe Origins. I am not half as big a He-Man fan as I am a G.I. Joe fan, but my gosh, that line grabbed me and pulled me in with deep cuts big characters, wild ideas, and a $600 crowdfunded Eternia playset. My gosh, Hasbro, where are you? What are you doing with G.I. Joe? The biggest toy line of the 80s. Bar none. We, we're, we're old, we're cranky, we have beards, but we have disposable income, and we want to give it to you, Hasbro. Take our money, please. Mattel is getting all of it. I don't even like Mattel. They annoy me. <laughs> all right, you guys, I need to, I need to calm down. I've gotten a little too worked up this episode. I think we've got to bring this thing home. Uh, we will talk more about our desires for O-Ring uh, on our next live stream. I think we'll organize it a little better. Maybe we'll come up with sort of a, maybe we'll make an audible interlude game plan for O-Ring. Uh, but for the time being, I think we've covered everything that we have to cover. We got a couple things we're going to push back to the next live stream. We've got another episode to record for next week. We're going to have a Black Friday episode. It's going to be a special deal Every single person that subscribes to the Audible Interlude podcast is going to get a free episode next week. Can you believe it? <laughs> what a deal. What a deal. We must be crazy. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar, but I don't have to. You can buy it for nothing. Christian, why don't you tell us where we can find those photos online? Yes, you can find me on Flickr.com and Instagram under Legion Cub. And Noel, why don't you tell us a little bit about The Finest? The Finest is an international G.I. Joe costuming club, and uh, we are always looking for uh, new members. So if you ever thought about dressing up like your favorite G.I. Joe character, check out The Finest uh, face, finest Recruitment Center on Facebook. Check out TheFinestCC.com and uh, help us uh, raise money for a great organization called Canines for Warriors. 
And of course, our music, as always, is by Andy Samford of electricminnowmusic.com. All of the intro music, our interstitial music, uh, my my old high school buddy, Andy Samford, is like the most talented musician in the world. And I hit him up and I was like, hey, go listen to Sunbow G.I. Joe. I don't I've never shared this before. Uh, Andy is a tremendously talented musician. Uh, but I told him, I said, go listen to the Sunbow G.I. Joe score. And be inspired by that. But we're going to be just just whatever you think is going to be cool for essentially a talk show about that kind of stuff and he came back with this six minute track of all of the audio the only thing that's not his is uh springfield showdown and instruments of destruction i had to i had to find something different for those everything else is from that one track he composed all original music he's incredible so check out electricminnowmusic.com uh he does all kinds of different stuff he's got an incredible cover of just dropped in to see what condition my condition is in that's unbelievable uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Audible Interlude Podcast. Hit us up. Like I said, things we missed. If you just want to chat, if you want to hit us up with ideas, uh, Fred Braca throws me ideas for the show. Uh, we'll take stuff from HisTank.com. We love HisTank. Uh, Twitter, GIJoAudible.ElonMusk.com. I don't know. How <laughs> well, it's still around. Get your information from Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Tell your friends about Audible Interlude. Check out the audio version of this episode this Friday and a brand new segments episode next Friday for Black Friday, or as Mike Patton might say, Black Friday. Uh, and we will talk to you all again soon. Thank you so much, you guys. Yo, Joe. You have been listening to a Needless Things podcast. You can follow Needless Things on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at needlessthingspodcast.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh Uh-huh.